0: Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm your host Paula Thomas and if you work in loyalty marketing, join me every week to learn the latest ideas from loyalty specialists around the world. This show is sponsored by The Wise Marketeer, the world's most popular source of loyalty marketing news, insights and research. The Wise Marketeer also offers loyalty marketing training through its Loyalty Academy, which has already certified over 245 executives in 27 countries as certified loyalty marketing professionals. For more information, check out thewisemarketeer.com and loyaltyacademy.org. Hello and welcome to episode 206 of Let's Talk Loyalty, all about the Loyalty Academy. As many of you know, I am a proud graduate and a Certified Loyalty Marketing Professional or CLMP. And now that the world is getting somewhat back to normal, the Loyalty Academy is expanding its schedule of workshops around the world. I thought it might be a really exciting time for all of you listening to think about getting yourself certified in 2022. So, joining me today is Mike Capizzi, Dean of the Loyalty Academy and its Director of Education. And also, together today, I'm really excited to be announcing a new scholarship available for one lucky listener. Together, Let's Talk Loyalty and the Loyalty Academy are offering one lucky winner a full certification worth up to $2,000. So, if you want to get yourself certified as a CLMP, you can win this scholarship and avail of it either online or in person at one of the workshops you'll hear mentioned in today's show. If you'd like to win the scholarship, courtesy of Let's Talk Loyalty and the Loyalty Academy, make sure to listen to all of today's show. And Mike and I will tell you all about this exciting partnership and how you can enter and win. So, Mike Gapisi joining me today. How are you? Welcome back to Let's Talk Loyalty.
1: Paula, always a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me on the show.
0: Oh, it's a pleasure to have you back, Mike. You're a busy man. It's almost impossible to track you down with all your travels these days. Yes, ma'am. Well, we're here to talk about all of that with good reason, Mike. So listen before we get into all of the wonderful updates on the loyalty academy as you know we're starting our show these days talking about our favorite loyalty programs so given your i suppose 48 years of experience you must have some incredible insights on what's working i suppose in 2022 so please do tell us what is your current favorite loyalty program
1: well, Paul i like them all uh, you know <laughs> a, a person who has spent their entire lifetime um looking at designing assessing lowly marketing programs there's very few i don't like some are done better than others of course yeah so uh rather than uh pick any one particular brand what i'd like to suggest uh at least from a u.s market perspective these days Mm -hmm. is the hottest space and Mm -hmm. that is in the restaurant space Mm -hmm. especially the um family-style restaurant or uh, the quick service restaurant or or QSR. Mm -hmm. Um, This was a vertical market that really didn't grasp the loyalty genre until very late. Mm -hmm. And then along came the pandemic and it kind of changed um, the customer to brand relationship in this sector quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And people started realizing that they had an identifiable database and they had uh, the ability to on a permission basis to contact the members of the database, um, that that would be way better than the mass media advertising approach that they had historically taken. Sure. So with that, they started saying, what's the best way to build a file? And the still the best way to get zero party or first party data is still the loyalty program. Mm-hmm. So they all started to experiment with the technique. Mm-hmm. And now um, two years later, uh, you're seeing announcement after announcement after announcement in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Most of them are covered by the the wise marketer. You've Mm -hmm. picked up on some at Let's Talk Loyalty. Mm -hmm. Um, The hot space is the restaurant space. And uh, you've got a very low average ticket Mm -hmm. against very high frequency. And that model has sometimes not worked Mm -hmm. because it's really difficult to earn enough benefit when you've got such a small ticket size. But what they're finding out is the best customers of these particular restaurant brands are in there frequently.
2: Mm. And it's
1: pretty easy to give them some free food um, <laughs> quickly because uh, they like that. The customer likes that. And all mm-hmm. the while you're building a transactional database, which mm. can be used for other marketing purposes. So rather than pick a brand, I picked the whole genre. Yeah. And I'd say the hottest space in the U.S. right now, especially a quick service restaurant. If you wanted a recent reference, click a mm-hmm. McDonald's. Yeah, uh, For years, they resisted uh, the loyalty genre. Yeah, uh, they started experimenting in Europe, and then they rolled out in the UK, mm-hmm. uh, and now they have uh, finally rolled out in most of their locations uh, in mm. the United States. Mm-hmm. That's been well documented on a variety of uh, loyalty news sources.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right, Mike, and I've certainly been following it with uh, with bated breath, certainly on LinkedIn and all of those channels where they do share some absolutely incredible numbers. So, so I think it's a brilliant insight, and I love the the context, I suppose from a number of perspectives, Mike, because I think what we've all seen is absolutely fast food meant no friction at the point of sale. And I think historically, the perception was, well, if I'm going to ask somebody to download an app and fill in personal data, that's just going to get in the way of selling the food. (laughs) But as you said, I think everything has just come up to speed now. The technology is brilliant. The benefits of having that digital and mobile first relationship far exceed the kind of, you know, initial, I suppose, hurdle that we would have seen in the past. So absolutely extraordinary to see brands like McDonald's investing so heavily in our industry.
1: And good observation, Paula, because the newer technologies, especially the mobile enabled yeah. loyalty technologies, yeah. have uh, come a long way and uh, mitigate some of this um, clogging of the queue at point of sale, which will yeah. never work in a QSR environment. Every second counts. So um, because of the newer technologies, it's now pretty easy to flash and go.
0: Yeah, yeah. And as you said, everyone loves free food. So (laughs) we're not difficult to convince when there's something in it for us, huh? That's right. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. So listen, I guess our main um you know purpose of of getting together today Mike is to talk about actually your success and the incredible work that the Loyalty Academy is back doing. I have to say to my great joy um in a global context you have been running workshops, certainly in Dubai, uh, where I think everyone knows I live and work. And you have an incredible outline and plan for the year. So tell us a bit, first of all, I suppose, what the um, the Loyalty Academy is doing, maybe from a content perspective, and then from an availability perspective for people listening.
1: Okay. Well, um, throughout 2020 and for almost all of 21, we really could not run in person educational workshops. That was COVID related. Yeah. So, you know, getting uh, professionals together in a uh, public setting mm. and having them uh, go through the entire certified loyalty marketing professional program in about two and a half to three days has always been attractive. Yeah. People like the fact that they can um, collaborate with others in a live event. Mm-hmm. Uh, they love the live interaction with the faculty, yeah. but they especially like the fact that they can earn their credential in such a short period of time. Yeah. So they were always popular
3: mm-hmm. and
1: we had big visions in, uh, the end of 2019, we had gone to Sao Paulo, Brazil, wow. uh, we did about 80 people yeah. and, uh, we had big visions in 21 of going all over the world mm-hmm. and along came our friends from COVID and that <laughs> killed everything. Yeah. Uh, so 2020 was out. 21, uh, and in March of 22, uh, yeah. we did Dubai. Yeah. Uh, and that whole Middle East, North Africa region remains, uh, I think, a hotbed for royalty. You yeah. know that, because it's, it's your home market. Yeah. Um, so th- those were good. Yeah. And um, in the interim, what we've really done is we've extended the workshop idea to mm-hmm. a series of individual modules that can be taken online. Uh, and it can be done in an on demand environment. Okay. So any prospective student uh, can register and go at their own pace, mm-hmm. take as many courses a week as they want. They need 15 in order to earn certification. Yeah. And uh, the flexibility of being able to do it from your home, mm-hmm. um, when the kids are sleeping or on the weekend, yeah. uh, especially during the COVID period, would yeah. uh, be quite beneficial. Yeah. So we've put through, um, I think, about another 100 CLMPs since the last time you and I spoke.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: uh, today we're at uh, 276 certified professionals, Mm -hmm. 28 countries around the world.
3: Wow. And
1: uh, we think that number will continue to grow at a reasonable rate, especially with the in-person workshops coming back. Yeah. Um, So you mentioned that, and we've Mm -hmm. got four scheduled for
3: 2022.
1: Okay. Um, Toronto will be first, uh, Toronto, Canada. We've Mm -hmm. been there before. Yeah, Uh, we have senior faculty people there, and that'll be May 11 through 13 in Toronto. That'll Mm -hmm. be a very small, intimate group. It always is, Mm. Uh, but again, they're able to collaborate with each other. Yeah, Uh, the second one will be a new country. Mm. Uh, It'll be India. We're going to go to Mumbai, uh, June the 28th through the 30th. Great, got a partner there. Faculty members are there. Yeah, And uh, we're looking forward to that. Um, India is another one of these places in the world that is extremely hot for loyalty. Totally. There are a lot of service providers there. There are a lot of different kinds of programs there.
3: Yeah. And
1: it's a very, very large market and uh, a market that always has been very keen on education. Yeah. Um, So we'll be going in person. Uh, My colleague, Bill Hannafin, will be leading that particular workshop in Mumbai. Great. Then we're going to turn around and go to one of your favorite places. That would be Dublin. (laughs) We're going to go in September. That'll be Pan-European.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, We expect uh, quite a few Irish nationals, uh, but we'll also will draw from um, the continent and uh, maybe even from the UK. Mm. Uh, Again, we've got a great partnership going with some people in Dublin. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's going to be in September. Mm -hmm. We're working on the exact date and um, the hotel arrangements um that will probably also be an intimate group kind of on the small side yeah um and some of those are good when it's 10 to 15 people you've got a lot more time to talk about the issues yeah than when you got 50 60 80 people yeah uh, where it becomes a little bit more like a classroom
3: yeah and then
1: finally uh after uh three-year absence we will return to the U.S. in October
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh,
1: that'll be in Fort Lauderdale which is my home market uh and um I think that'll be the fifth time we've done um, the U.S. of A. Mm. The U.S. still has more certified loyalty marketing professionals than any country in the world. Not only are we quite large and very sophisticated with um, uh, the loyalty technique, but Mm. uh, when we do these in-person events, we'll certify 10, 15, 20 people at a time. Yeah. um, So the numbers go up quite a bit. So Toronto, Mumbai, Dublin, and the U.S. all scheduled information is available on the website Mm -hmm. uh, so you can register for any four of those Mm. and uh, we've got three other places in discussion Ooh, Uh, we're probably not going to make it till 2023 okay uh, but uh, i'll save the speech until i know for certain that we're going to go
0: (laughs) okay i'm guessing they're outside the u.s mike am i picking that up and guessing correctly That is correct. Okay, okay. Well, that's exciting for those of us who are not in the US. (laughs) Um, But I think I'd said to you before, Mike, I mean, I did my CLMP in 2018. I was in a lucky position, I suppose, between two contracts where... I happened to have a lot of time you know just like a month for example to, to work on it so I really liked that intensive opportunity um, but of course at the time it was only available on demand there wasn't an in-person one like Dubai has now so I have to say I'm a little gutted uh, I couldn't do it in person with you um, but on demand was, was a fabulous experience and like to, to pick up on the other four destinations you've mentioned there, Mike. So, you know, clearly Dublin is my home city. Um, I know you're going. I, in fact, we're both going. We'll give a shout out to our friend Eileen and Marion running the Irish Loyalty Summit um, at the end of April, the end of this month. Um, and what I think you'll find, Mike, there is, you know, people in business in Ireland certainly are very, again, education hungry. Like we want global best practice. I think there's something about being from a small country where you kind of feel like you have to punch above your weight. And I think when we first talked about you guys going to Dublin, um, I said to you, certainly in my experience, it's such a great city. People almost just need an excuse to go there. So you're giving them that excuse. I think it's going to be a wonderful training course.
1: Well, they do a nice job with the with the loyalty awards.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: and so I'll, I'll be going twice. <clears throat> I'm going to go the end of this month, the end of yeah, April, yeah, uh, for the uh, award celebration. There also is a little summit in advance of that. I'll be giving a, a brand new presentation at the summit. Okay. And then we'll return in September to um, to do the workshop. And Eileen and Marion have been um, great partners. Yeah. Um We you know we originally were going to do this in March of 2020. Yeah. And I I was one foot foot away from the airplane. Wow. When the Irish government came in and clamped down on everything. Oh, yeah. And I I knew we were in trouble, Paul, when they canceled St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) (laughs) We were definitely in trouble. So we've had to wait two years to pull this off. But uh, uh, this year we go to Dublin. And the other advantage to Ireland is it's much more Euro. Not just in terms of currency, but in terms of outlook and association, than For the sure. UK is. Yes, and yes. Uh, the people from the Scandinavian countries, mm. or even uh, you know Germany and uh, and uh, e- even Eastern Europe, they're yeah. more likely to go to Dublin than they are to London.
0: It's it's actually just a much easier place to get to. As I said, it has so many other reasons, and even actually something I've always been very proud of being Irish, Mike is. What a lot of companies you'll find professionally love about the country is, as you said, it's a Euro country, so it's very easy to to test new propositions in the Irish market. So you've got the benefit of a currency that's available across multiple markets. Obviously, it's English language speaking. We are a highly educated workforce, and we actually also call it the Silicon Village of the world because- All of the digital brands have headquartered themselves in Dublin. So, again, it's um, it's something I'm proud of, and I think everybody who's Irish we're very patriotic. But you're absolutely right. When St Patrick's Day was cancelled in 2020, I think we all thought, well, listen, <laughs> that's the end of that now for a while. But I don't know if you know there is actually an extra holiday, you know, for St Patrick's Day now in 2022, just to uh, to signal the return to normality. So Excellent. certainly, when we see each other together at the the so much it's definitely going to be back on track
1: excellent well we look forward to that we have only one clmp in all of ireland um you don't count because you're you're classified as dubai sure uh, there's only one in the entire country
0: yeah and uh, by going over
1: and doing the workshop we're going to add about a dozen more i think
0: That's excellent, that's excellent. And I wanted to ask you, Mike, as well, because I've been really impressed to see a number of companies, for example, on this show, first of all, who really do understand the designation of CLMP, Certified Loyalty Marketing Professional, like, I think that has become a brand and I know you've worked very hard on that. So I want to congratulate you on on building that. I know it's not easy, but what I'm increasingly hearing Mike is that there are companies, you know, for example, in the tech space maybe who are putting their entire sales teams through the CLMP so that they can talk your language when they're in meeting with their clients. So Uh, I think that's extraordinary.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, There are some companies that, um, sure, when they come to a workshop, they'd like to meet some folks from other brands that could possibly collaborate with them or do business with them. There's no doubt about that. Sure. But um, the fascinating thing I find out about sponsorship is the desire that we support education. We're Mm -hmm. a thought leader in our space. We believe in the loyalty space. Yes, we are a service provider, or yes, we have technology. Yeah. But we believe in education. Yeah. Because there is a foundational set of principles and practices. Mm. Yeah. Which drive this industry. And yeah. They've always been there. They just were never taught at the university level. Yeah. So I find so many people who've been in loyalty ten years, twenty years. Yeah. But they got in um, with basically no foundation, and they yeah. had to learn on the job. Yeah. Today, there's too much money invested. The programs are too important to brands that are beginning to realize if I can get everybody on the same um, Mm. page to start uh, some foundational principles and practices that can be applied Mm. practically every day, Mm. then I'm off to a really, really, really good start. Everybody talks the same language. Everybody's trying to define the value propositions in Mm. appropriate manners. Everybody's evaluating operations and technology and especially analytics in comparable means. Mm. Uh, Then these are really good things The team begins to contribute to the loyalty program a little bit faster. And some brands, some very large brands around the world, believe in this so strongly, they'll send as many of their people as they possibly could.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I've heard that firsthand. So as I said, it's a credit to you and to the whole Board of Regents because I know you do have, how many is it actually you have on the Board of Regents now, Mike?
1: We have six. We have a vacancy right now because one of our our senior members, uh, Dr. Sashi, Uh, Retired. Ah, Okay. Uh, Yeah, he's given it up. Uh, So, Graham Thompson, who's chairman of the board, uh, is looking to uh, replace that open seat right now. But there's six of us. We meet quarterly. Okay. A mix of academic, professional,
2: Mm. and
1: um, uh, uh, service provider people. But everyone's very, very, very experienced. And it basically is an advisory um, council. Mm. Uh, They make certain decisions and approve certain things, but they also render advice. Uh, back to the Academy about things that we could be doing that we're not doing.
0: Okay. Okay. Gotta keep
1: this fresh, Paul, because it keeps changing.
0: (laughs) Well, you're totally right. I mean, there's a reason I have three podcasts a week now as well, Mike. You know, there's that much happening. So we'll never be short of things to talk about, huh?
1: That's correct.
0: (laughs) And you know what I also think is important, actually, about the whole community, Mike? And somebody nailed it for me recently. I did an interview with uh, with Microsoft Rewards and obviously an incredible brand. And again, you know, incredible industry expertise. Uh, but the guy himself, Adam Grupp, was saying to me, do you know what? Loyalty can be a very lonely business. And that's exactly how I felt when I was running a loyalty program the first time back in Ireland, where... Like you said, I was learning on the job, the stakes were super high. I didn't have a background in the industry and nor did I know even who to ask. So my experience now being a CLMP is you can reach out on LinkedIn and if you see a fellow you know, graduate, it's it's an instant way to reach out and go, I'm another CLMP, I'd love to ask you about whatever. And people are so much more responsive you know, as a result of that.
1: I I think that's right. Um, We are constantly looking at ways to improve the collaboration among the CLMPs across country. What we didn't want to do is publish contact information. That's true. Because some people use that just for um, uh, introductory sales call.
3: Yeah, that's true. And we
1: didn't want that. The CLMPs didn't want that. Mm -hmm. So uh, we are uh, on the verge of launching a brand new system at the Loyalty Academy. OK, uh, new software, new website, new back end, new database, nice. new way to offer courses Okay. And in the context of that um, announcement. Um, we're going to make it available so that you can link in. Um, you can ask for a LinkedIn uh, uh, request of mm. another CLMP in another part of the world. Then uh. it's up to the two whether they want to communicate with each other or not.
0: OK. Okay. Yeah. A safe space then to, uh, to reach out and again, understand the, the, the reason for connecting. But again, you know, it's a, it's a closed community and it's a safe place.
1: And they're incredibly, um, experienced. And we look at the experience set across the 276 Yeah. by and large, it's not new people by and large. It's very experienced people. Mm-hmm. Now, some brands put in their new hires as well, yeah. but uh, it's a very experienced group
2: mm-hmm. and,
1: uh, you know, you, you, it's real easy, um, if you can connect with somebody, it's real easy to get advice and counsel from somebody who's been there, done that.
0: Of course, of course, the best kind of advice. So with that in mind, I suppose, Mike, I wanted to to, to touch on, as you said, staying up to date. Um, I know that you are regularly adding new topics and new content. And in fact, I just today also did an interview with Charlie Hills. Oh, all I- right. I know it's now on your faculty as well. So tell us all about that.
1: Well, uh, we've been getting inquiry about um, partnership. Yeah. Um, Most of the more evolved um, loyalty schemes have got a um, element of partnership included in the program. It could be partners where you could earn a benefit Mm. on behalf of a brand, or it could be partners where clearly you can redeem for something mm. outside of the brand's um, repertoire. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the earning side, uh, you know, the, the airlines kind of led the way with this. Mm. Uh, and they're the oldest royal, pure royalty play out there still. Yeah. Um, but the, it was natural. You know, if a hotel brand and an airline brand could partner with each other mm. uh, and allow the earning of currency uh, for a booked uh, reservation with either, uh, that was just smart to do. Mm. Uh, well, that concept. Is being extended now everywhere. Yeah. And we wanted a course on partnerships. So uh, I know Charlie pretty well. I know you know her as well. Yeah. Uh, Charlie's at Mando Connect in the UK. Mm -hmm. And uh, Charlie specializes in this whole partnership development thing. Yeah. So uh, we put together an outline. Uh, Charlie wrote the course herself. Yeah. Um, She delivered the first one about a month ago. Mm. Uh, Maybe it was February, uh, two months ago. Anyway, Mm. uh, very well received. And uh, that's one of the ways we bring new content into the Academy's um, curriculum. Yeah. It, we will ask, C- Charlie's a CLMP. Yeah. Uh, we'll ask CLMPs from around the world, mm. um, give us a hot topic, yeah. and uh, we'll collaborate to put that topic into a, an outline that we can mm. turn into a, a real course. Yeah. So the program keeps expanding in that particular way. Yeah. Um, in, uh, 22, 2022, mm-hmm. we will probably add one more new course Okay. and it'll be on fee-based loyalty programs or premium, Ooh, nice. as they're often called, um, yeah. very hot topic again. Totally. So that's one of the ways we try to keep current is keep adding new material. Mm. In addition, we'll go back and review, um, more topical content like mobile technology. Yeah. Uh, we'll review those very often and update the course. But some people come in and say, well, I'm looking at your principles course, and it's old. Mm. And I says, that's because those principles haven't changed since 1978. Uh, <laughs> uh, the is- examples might have changed, right? Yeah. I'll give you a newer example, but the concept itself. And some people object that they don't like that at all. <laughs> uh, but some others they totally get it. So that's kind of an interesting dialogue.
0: Oh that's funny. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a good point. Absolutely. You know, you know, the, the industry's been around a long time, so some of the fundamentals will remain, you know, till time immorial. But then what I do like, for example, I think you have one as well, Mike, if I'm right on financial modeling, which is always one that scares me because it's not my skill set. But again, specialized things for people who really need to, you know, I suppose, elect for additional um, education, you know, having done perhaps the original and just to, to, to explore another part of the industry.
1: Right. Well, in the financial set, we've always had the core module of how to calculate an ROI. Yeah. And, and basic financial principles that apply to loyalty. But yeah. then in 2021, we added two courses specifically on liability management.
3: Oh yeah. uh, So
1: many of these programs are still points-based programs mm-hmm. around the world mm-hmm. that is still extremely popular uh, mm. design. Mm. And the issue of liability keeps coming up. So once again, we went out and got one of the foremost authorities on liability in the world, Len Laguno, the yeah. American guy, yeah. and Len put two courses together just wow. on liability management, and they're very detailed, but yeah. they're not for a beginner. You know, they're they're for a, a more advanced education.
0: Exactly, exactly, yeah. And just to to go back to what you said earlier, Mike, you know, the the, the basic CLMP is um, 15 modules. And am I right in remembering there are about two hours of study for each of those modules? Is that about right still?
1: Uh, usually an hour, Paula. Okay. Um, an hour and, and with the on-demand platform, you can go back and review it anytime you want.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: 12 courses are required. They're all foundational.
3: Okay. Okay. Two
1: are elective. You can pick anything you want. Mm. And the last one of course is your final exam. The board requires for certification to be bestowed. The board requires an examination that meets Mm. standards. Yeah. And uh, we um, uh, couple the examination with a, um, financial model on a real case study. So the two combined
0: I remember Um,
1: people um, get get their uh, credentials uh, passed on to them. Mm.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, that's brilliant because again, extremely accessible again on demand. And as I said, I was lucky enough to have a month off at the time. And, you know, that time my top priority was to get this qualification, but there's plenty of people I'm sure who would just say, look, I can do a module a week and I'll get it done over time. Um, But everybody does it at their own pace, I guess.
1: Yeah, it Paula, it's interesting because in-person is a little bit more expensive. But that's sure. because you have the cost of the venue.
3: Yeah, And
1: then if you're a delegate, you're going to have to probably stay in a hotel or travel to the city where the workshop is being held. Yeah, um, So it, in, it increases your cost. Mm. But you're out of the office for three days, Yeah, maybe more if you're traveling. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is often very, very, very difficult for some people to do.
3: Mm-hmm. But then when they
1: get there, they love the fact that it's collaborative. Yeah. People, you're having conversations with other professionals yeah. who are in your space from totally different brands mm-hmm. or service providers. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's a very interesting dynamic. So yeah. that's the real advantage. Yeah. Uh, other folks do exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. Let me take it one module at a time. I can do it at nine o'clock at night when the kids go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, I can go back and revisit if I need to. I'll be yeah. done in about a month. Mm-hmm. And they just prefer that flexibility. It's also yeah. less expensive.
0: Of course, of course. and specifically on that topic, Mike you know for people who are listening that might be interested, I know your pricing reflects different you know market conditions for example. so so do you want to give guideline pricing or should people check your website or what's a, a kind of a rough idea of what people would need to invest in order to study with you?
1: Okay well uh, it's all on the website um, mm. and it is altered by marketplace. Sure, Um, and it goes with what is the going rate for professional education in that particular piece of geography. Generally speaking, um, in-person CLMP workshops are around two thousand dollars per person U.S. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. That varies dramatically uh, by what part of the world you're in. Mm. Um, It is uh, never really more than that. Okay. Um, In Ireland, it'll be in euros. In India, it'll be deeply discounted. Um, Mm -hmm. The other thing is the workshops are sponsored. So the sponsor will have privilege at the workshop okay. and that privilege extends to inviting their colleagues for free because they're oh, a sponsor
0: nice. uh,
1: and or offering a discounted coupon mm. uh, to a delegate to bring that rate down even further. Okay. Uh, and that's up, that's up to the sponsor.
0: Okay. Okay, so lots of ways to make it work for people. And with that, I suppose it comes to certainly my final topic for today, Mike, which, you know, I'm super excited about. And today we're announcing that you have generously agreed to give one listener of Let's Talk Loyalty a scholarship for a CLMP. So first of all, I'm hugely excited. Um, We've done it together once before on my first birthday as a a podcast, but um, yeah. I think this one is in recognition of the incredible global growth that you've got going on. So do you want to maybe mention just from your sure, side, this sure, whole sure. idea?
1: Yeah. Um, well, first off, Paul, you've got the largest and the best global loyalty audience for podcasts in the world. So you have listeners, not just in one part of the world, but in every corner of the world. For sure. And I mean, look, what recently, uh, last month, you put out a little announcement about, things were happening at LTL Mm. and uh, it was 80 comments of of, uh, generous support from people all over the place. (laughs) So we needed to do something globally. Um, You and I did this once before for your anniversary. It worked very well. So let's do it again. So we will uh, set up a scholarship. Mm -hmm. Um, There will be an entry form on the Let's Talk Loyalty website that'll be Mm -hmm. coming soon. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And
1: after everybody enters, Mm-hmm. And they'll need to put a couple fields of information into the entry form. Yeah. Uh, we will draw out of the hat randomly mm-hmm. one lucky winner,
2: mm-hmm. and they will
1: either be able to attend in person mm-hmm. um, in one of these future cities, mm-hmm. or, or they'll be able to do it all on demand, whatever their approach is. Wow. And that'll be courtesy of um, Let's Talk Loyalty.
0: Oh, my goodness. Wow. Well, it is incredibly generous, Mike, as I said, um, from our side, everybody listening knows how much I love the Loyalty Academy, um, working with you and, of course, the Wise Marketeer. So this is a partnership that's been incredibly special um, for me already. And I think it's only going from strength to strength. So... I think it's an extraordinary opportunity. As you said, no matter what corner of the world they're in Mike, we're going to literally give everybody the chance to sign up and uh, to join and enter for this scholarship. So um, the website address we're going to use is letstalkloyalty.com forward slash newsletter. And as you said, Mike, we'll absolutely have all of the details there about this um, wonderful giveaway. And fantastic people can choose to come in person or to study online and to get their CLMP. It's amazing.
1: Very good. We uh, we like that and we certainly look forward to it. Yeah. Um, thanks for mentioning Wise Marketer. All of Paula's podcasts are put up on the Wise Marketer. We generally have three up at one time. Yeah. New one comes on, you know, we eliminate the oldest one. Um, they're very popular um, to your listeners. If they're not Wise Marketer subscribers, yes. they should be. It's free. Totally, it is the best source of global news and information about the loyalty CRM data-driven marketing space. And you can follow uh, loyalty Academy. You can follow us on LinkedIn.
0: Mm, Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. So plenty of resources. Um, Certainly, I would encourage anybody to reach out to me if you have any questions just from a, I suppose, a graduate perspective. And Mike, I suppose, is LinkedIn the best place for people to connect with you or what's the easiest for
1: you? Yeah, that, that, that's fine. Or you can send a message to support at loyaltyacademy.org. Okay. Uh, that's support at loyaltyacademy.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm on the road, which I often am, uh, yeah. one of my colleagues uh, will also view that message.
0: Of course. Okay, excellent. Well, we'll make sure to link to that in the show notes as well, Mike, so people can find us both quite easily. I think that's all the questions from my side, Mike. Is there anything else you wanted to mention before we wrap up?
1: No, I look forward to seeing you in Ireland and tipping a pint or something with you.
0: Oh, my goodness. Super exciting. Wow. So listen, on that note, I'm just going to say a huge thank you um, to the Dean and Director of Education for the Loyalty Academy, Mike Capizzi. Thank you so much from Let's Talk Loyalty.
1: Always a pleasure, Paula. You're doing a great job in the industry. Thank you for it. So keep up the good work and we're here to support you.
0: This show is sponsored by The Loyalty People, a global strategic consultancy with a laser focus on loyalty, CRM and customer engagement. The Loyalty People work with clients in lots of different ways, whether it's the strategic design of your loyalty program or a full service, including loyalty project execution. And they can also advise you on choosing the right technology and service partners. On their website, The Loyalty People also runs a free global community for loyalty practitioners. And they also publish their own loyalty expert insights. So for more information and to subscribe, check out theloyaltypeople.global. Thanks again for supporting the show.